Welcome to the QAC Team Podcast Series with your host, Charles Luttrell. Our series features leaders and business owners in your community discussing the customer experience, employee satisfaction, and performance improvement. Our series will help share strategic ideas for coaching and mentoring through mystery shopping in a post-pandemic economy. And now here's your host, Charles Luttrell. Good morning, listeners. On this beautiful Monday morning, I have with me Katie. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. How are you on this bright Monday morning? Uh, a little chilly, but ultimately doing fantastic. So you're a little bit further away from me than what I'm experiencing here, I guess. You're in Frederick or Higgins? Yep, I'm in Frederick. You're in Frederick. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead and tell our listeners who you are and what you do. Sure. So um, my name is Katie Serio. I own Pretzel and Pizza Creations, which is a specialty uh, pizza pizzeria, um, pretzleria maybe, um, in uh, Frederick and Hagerstown, Maryland. Um, and we also have a food truck available. So uh, three very different restaurants, um, but ultimately serving the same uh soft pretzel dough recipe that my mom developed 31 years ago wow you stole my thunder a little bit because i was going to mention the food truck but that's okay <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> i'm just ha- very excited about it it's my new yeah it, it happens a lot to me you know i <laughs> i start talking about these questions who you are and what you do and they just fly right into it like whoa slow down let's talk about well it. we're so used to marketing ourselves that like oh, we that's... just jump in with everything that's great yeah that, that's what you should do right so 31 years You said your mother started 31 years ago. Yeah. So why did you decide to be a business owner? Carry on the family tradition? Um, Yeah, I guess to an extent. Um, I... I was a ma- I majored in entrepreneurship in college, nice. so um, I was thinking about how to I guess um, best work with that degree or within that degree or just use the skills that I had uh, for it. So uh, I was living in Manhattan, and then um, my mom calls me and she's like, "You know, I'm just really not doing well. I'm feeling really sick. I've been sick for years." and I just think I need to take some time to just take, take care of myself. And at that right. point she had been working in the restaurant for something like 18 years. And, you know, with her, I noticed very quickly once I got on board that the restaurant was just, uh, I wouldn't say mismanaged, but it was just very small. Uh, she had a very small staff. She had very, you know, her, her organization, if you could call it that, was a little chaotic for me. And um, not that I'm really type A or anything, but I just am very, we're just very different people. So from taking what I learned, I was able to just take that initial restaurant, um, you know, triple the revenue and not to put it all on me because I had lots of help, but we were able to take on this restaurant and, you know, make it into something that now uh, we went from people never even hearing about us, even though we were in the restaurant location for 20 years to now we're just a staple in the community. So I was really excited to kind of come on board and, you know, help her out, obviously, um, mm-hmm. keep the legacy going. Otherwise she would have had to close. And then, um, have the ability to 
kind of turn it around and make it my own. We added right. a lot of new uh, things to our menu, lots of new sandwiches kind of, kind of went, uh, we added things that are now looking back are like no big deal. But at the time adding avocado to our menu was huge. <laughs> um, so, avocado is uh, a thing today. It yeah. is definitely a thing. So it's at the, but at the time, you know, 2010, it was very up and coming, you know, fruit or vegetable. Is it a fruit or is it vegetable? We don't know. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? Is <laughs> yeah. it tomato or tomato? <laughs> right? Whatever it is, the people, you know, really loved it. We started uh, making some of these really small changes that ultimately grew the staff from, it was a staff of seven when I arrived, including myself and my now husband, who was my boyfriend at the time. Uh -huh. um, and uh, we went from seven people to now 25 people. Um, and it's just gotten a lot. Um, it's just a lot more massive. It's a more massive scale what we're, uh -huh. we're doing now. That's great. That's growth right there. That's, that's great. Yeah. So I, I, you know, from the earth, you talked a little bit about your degree and, and helping your mom out. So why did you choose this industry? What what sparked you to want to follow that? Uh, well, I knew pretty quickly from my first job, uh, I worked at a magazine right out of college and it was uh -huh. in a, it was kind of in a cubicle office setting and it was just very boring. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then uh, I was there and, you know, there was like the big housing crisis in 2008. So everybody got laid off. And I was able to get a job working for um, a brewery that uh, needed a sales team on the ground in Manhattan um, throughout the boroughs. So I was able to kind of shift from working in an office setting to basically walking around all day, uh, going through the subway system and being in and out of bars and restaurants in um, the five boroughs for, mm -hmm. you know, five, six days a week. Um, so I was able to kind of you know, so by the time I got the phone call from my mom, I was like, oh, I'm definitely, you know, I grew up in a restaurant. And, you know, my mom started it when I was five. So I grew up in a restaurant, although I never really worked there. She was really good about not pressuring me to actually work there um, or even spend that much time in the restaurant while I was growing up. Uh, but I, I spent a lot of time going in and out of bars and restaurants in Manhattan. Uh -huh. And by the time she calls me, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm really familiar with this lifestyle. I'm really familiar with working, you know, working till 3 a.m. is very normal. Um, even for my job, it was kind of my hours were basically 4 to 3 a.m. Whenever oh. they needed me. So <laughs> it was uh, it was just a really different sort of lifestyle that I sort of I, ha I had already dipped my feet into it. I understood um, from a sales perspective. And uh -huh. then I was able to sort of transi transition to being on my, you know, working for myself on my own team. Um and not, you know, for anybody else and was just able to, you know, maximize my own interests on my side. So right. uh, that was, I mean, it was just really, it was a really smooth transition, I think, but it was definitely, you know, you go from working in an office to then being on your feet all day long. And then, oh, I'm starting at the bottom. My mom did not take it easy on me. She started me at minimum wage. Um, and I just worked my way sort of up from there. So I, I feel pretty confident when I hire new people. I'm like, I, you know, I have also like cleaned lots of things that need cleaning, <laughs> but maybe like maybe you could do those things now. Absolutely. <laughs> But I have no problem uh, doing the things I need to get done uh, in the restaurants because I've done it. I've done it all. Right. I think it's a good thing that, you know, especially nowadays when you're hiring people, 
and you talk to them and it's like, look, I've done it. I've been there. It's sometimes it's not the best work, but you know, it has to be done. And I've, mm-hmm. I've done it. you know, it's, it's good to share that you can still do it with your employees, you know? Definitely. I still try to uh, maintain shifts with uh, the restaurants. I'm in and out of them. Um, You know, it's definitely a balance between uh, trying to show my face in the restaurants, but then also like I have to keep track of the amount of paperwork that gets generated is absolutely insane. Uh So it's a, it's just a, it's a balancing act at this point. Right. Absolutely. So you have two locations of food trucks. So which came first, the uh, Frederick or the Hagerstown location? Uh, Frederick first. Uh, my mom started that one in 1981. And okay. then we opened in Hagerstown uh, 2015. And then we were able to open the food truck, like a soft opening, I guess, in 2021. Okay. So that was our, we had an actual pandemic baby, a -hmm. newborn, and then we had a food truck pandemic project. Right. Yeah, uh, that's one of the questions I've been around. So how has the pandemic changed what what you guys are doing? Well, we definitely, it was was a little bit of a shock to see how much was changed at first. My Mm -hmm. husband was telling me about this crazy virus out of China in January 2020, and he was hearing about it. Then I wasn't paying attention, but uh, he was telling me about it. And then we basically had to kind of just figure out what were the new guidelines at first, because, you know, it wasn't up to us to make decisions like exactly like how to make things happen. We were kind of waiting on what, what the, what the public health service was telling us, like what we were being told by our local government, what we could and could not do. So we ended up going with just uh, full carryout options for both Uh stores. And then as, um, I mean, and, and it was really sad, too, because I also had to let go of so much staff. Um, right. We basically were just like, oh, we're in a great position staff wise. Uh, you know, it, it was March. So we're like going into spring, like busier season with like great staff. And then all of a sudden had to leave. And right. luckily, luckily for us, uh, we were able to maintain um you know, most of them ended up coming back. I think a lot of people just ended up going on unemployment for uh, the next like, couple months until they were able to come back. So Your employees and ninety percent of the other yeah of America. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it, a huge emergency. So I have like, yeah. I mean, to like do what you got to do. Right. Um, I so I was just able that I was so excited that like people that I had cultivated um, as, as like managers and things like they didn't go somewhere else. They most of them, I believe, like. The, all of them actually came back. Um, so we were able to uh, maintain our staff over time. And then as things kind of loosened up here and there, we were able to add, you know, um, outside dining. We were able to like work with the city uh, to make sure that we had um, the ability to add more outside dining. They would shut down the street. They would, um, you know, they let us uh, kind of decide what we want, how much outdoor dining we wanted to do, what we were able to handle. Um, We were um, able to work with our POS system. Uh, Shout out Toast. Everybody uses Toast. Uh Um, We were able to work with them to kind of uh, develop the system with their, like, we were able to use portable terminals to make sure that there was, you know, ability for us to be outside as much as we could right? Um, and, you know, not have to run back and forth. Um, we, it was just lots of these little changes that um, happened 
it's it's weird to talk about because it's like they happened really suddenly, but also the uh, the systems were in place to make them work. Like if the right. pandemic happened, even in the early two thousands, I don't know what would have happened because we just wouldn't have had the technology to maintain our staff, like or maintain even the restaurant. I even think that we probably would have closed. Like it's nah, just, uh, you would have you would have grabbed a a piece of paper and a pen and wrote it down. And- it would have been something like i don't know right. it was just like cra- it just crazy the amount of <laughs> just like things that we were able to accomplish right just like with technology and yeah. um you don't but, sound like the kind of person who would just shut down a restaurant because we don't have technology I, yeah I, I no no i mean that. you're right you're right i would have I figured out something you would have um, figured it out yeah i would have figured out something but there yep. were lots of th- lots of changes that we had to make we moved at the time we were open till three o'clock in the morning doing pizza slices like we're having our regular menu during the day and then we were open on the weekends until 3 a.m. And nobody was like congregating in bars. So we had to shut down like our whole late night slice, you know, section of our business. So right. there were like lots of these little things that changed, um, you know, and we just we were able to either bring them back for a little while or then we decided that we were done with them. Lots of things that just kind of shifted the focus of our business a little bit because of the pandemic. And one of those right. things was developing the food truck. Right. Um, with so many people wanting to be outside, we were thinking, wow, like this is definitely like a, a way to, you know, spread our, you know, spread our message of our food to lots of different places, get new customers and, you know, go to where the people are to, right. to develop a new market. Now, do you have just one food truck for both or do you have you work on two food trucks? Uh, just one food truck That's for fine. now. We've been talking okay. about developing another one. Um, right. But it does have a completely different menu than oh, okay. you find in the restaurant. Gotcha. So how far do you travel with the food truck? Uh, it depends. Like I uh, last year was like our first real, I'm just going to throw things against the wall and see what happens. So we uh-huh. went to, uh, we were in Washington County. We were in Montgomery County, uh, mainly Frederick County. But I was like, whoever wants us can have us because I don't know what the market's like out there. And we're just going to see what sticks. So we were able to develop some good relationships, Uh, you know, mostly this year I'm I'm seeing the year in um, spending the year in Frederick County, but I developed a great relationship with a winery in Montgomery County. So we'll be definitely going out there uh, for a couple of times, at least this year. So and then Washington County, we were able to develop some good relationships. So it just kind of like I was able to streamline things a little bit better this year, uh, depending on the relationships that we built. Um, Yeah, there's a... um... There's a festival here. Um, you may have heard of it, the Trifecta Food Truck and Music Festival. No, no, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's at the Maryland State Fairgrounds up here in Timonium, no. not too far from me. I think I'll throw it out there too. I can send you the link. You yeah, know, no, that'd can, be great. A yeah, lot of what limits your... us, a lot of what limits us actually is the um, health um, health permit reciprocity. Right. Uh, so that's like actually something that. Um, you know, as somebody who, I, I mean, I'm in charge of the food truck scheduling. I'm in charge of like a bunch of different things for for the other restaurants. So just like, some, I have to really weigh like, you know, am I going to be able to get enough people to work the food truck? How is it a really big deal to get a health permit? 
right for the county um because there's been there's been times where i've had to get a I mean, it's very boring um to talk about but it's like that's like one of those things that you don't even think about you're like i'm just gonna get this food truck and it's gonna be fine and dandy i get like a permit and i'm all set to go well you know i have a food per- permit food truck permit for frederick county and if i want to go to washington county if i want to go to montgomery county it's different mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like, it's, that's one of the kind of annoying things about opening a, a business is like, oh, that event sounds really great, but is it <laughs> going to be a challenge getting a permit? I you know, know, that's something I hear probably, and it's no lie. I bet you probably two or three times a week, I hear somebody say, I want to open a food truck. And I'm like, do your homework before you even yeah. think about it. Yeah. You know? I've got this great food idea that'll make a great food truck. Well, good, but you better figure it out first. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely, we, it's funny because we've been to lots of events now with um, with people that probably felt the same way. Like I have a great idea for a food truck, but I don't know, like there's just something about, uh, I don't know, the, with the food truck, people have different expectations than yeah. working in a restaurant. So yeah. I have one of my restaurants is like a full service, full bar restaurant, the one in Hagerstown. And then I have like the quick service food, um, quick service uh, concept in Frederick. And then I have the food truck. And it's funny because all three locations have very different expectations. Uh-huh. And with the food truck, um, you know, you could be working on a food truck and you're telling people, oh, look, you have to wait. Because sometimes I have to tell people, look, there's a line of people here. You're going to be waiting like half an hour, 45 minutes for your food. Or is that still okay with you? And they're like, no, you're a food truck. You should be quicker. I'm like, yeah, I would be quicker if my it. ovens weren't full. <laughs> but that can only do so much. Right. So it's uh, it's just like managing expectations is a huge part of work and working in any restaurant, but definitely working on the food truck. I'm finding it the most um, interesting, I guess. Hey, listeners, QAC team here. We interrupt this podcast to offer business owners an opportunity to take advantage of our free business analysis. We will visit your location to assess food quality, timing, customer service, and cleanliness. From the web, visit qacteam.com and click on free analysis and consultation at the top of the page. While you are there, to sponsor a podcast or be featured, click on Feature Me. For mobile users, select from the menu options. We look forward to helping your business grow. Yeah, because that always going to lead me to my next question, you know outside of talking about your menu, which we'll get to in a minute, but I, you know, my next question was going to be, you know, what are some of the challenges that you face? So it sounds like your challenges are absolutely the food truck at the moment. Um, I'm not going to say it's a challenge because I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think overall for all three of the locations, the biggest challenge we have is finding labor, um, which probably any restaurant owner will say the same thing uh finding yeah, a common like, problem yep absolutely. yeah common. definitely a common problem and it's yeah. not only just like the finding labor because apparently we're finding people kind of just fine but it's like developing them um you know we don't really you know we're not like a restaurant that requires like a you know large expansive resume to work for us mm-hmm. uh so we're developing people that have probably come from having no skill background in working in kitchens which is almost our preference um to kind of developing them 
into being a person who is reliable, accountable, knows how to operate like the machinery, knows how to work their stations. And that, that takes a lot of time. So, mm-hmm. and then like for them to just be like, oh, I don't want to work for you anymore after six months, I'm going to go work at FedEx or something. Um, you know, it's like, okay, like, here we go again. Um, right. So that's definitely the number one problem and challenge is that. And then also um, our biggest challenge is just keeping up with um, the rising cost of literally everything. Right. Um, it's just, uh, I've, you know, over the last 12 years, I, the restaurants have been, you know, not that I don't look at the cost of things, but it's just been like reasonable. Like that's mm-hmm. I've I've seen you know, you know prices be this this and that, and I get sometimes I get a really big price jump on an item, and I'll be like, okay, well we'll just try to find it somewhere else. Well, it's almost like the past year we just can't keep up with every little thing, and I've had to do like th- two or three different menu menus um, menu increases because we just can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a problem that I've never really had to face before, which just proves that, uh, you know, it's never boring working in the restaurant industry, uh, for sure. It's definitely <laughs> every not second is different. And it's not boring. <laughs> every um, second is different. Every hour, yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's challenging. But it's just like that's one of our priorities for this year is just kind of making sure that we're just staying on top of our expenses uh, over, you know, over the course of the year. And we're noticing when things, you know, go up and kind of like reacting appropriately and just trying to develop you know keep developing value for our customers um because we we are kind of a a lower priced option for them i suppose Uh um and then another challenge i don't know i guess just like me like with my staff just sort of maintaining and exceeding expectations for them as well like i feel like we're um you know entering not that i personally never treated people like this but just uh i just don't think um restaurants personally uh should like they have this reputation as being very exploitive um and i just uh i don't agree with that personally like we're a minority and women owned restaurant and i just don't um i don't particularly uh that's not one of our values so i just um you know trying to maintain a good working relationship with my staff hearing their complaints concerns anything like that that would come up with them um and i just treat them more like human beings than just a revolving door of people uh that you could that you could have i guess lots of restaurants might have a revolving door so uh i just want to mean like make sure that they're being uh heard and taken care of as much as i can so i mean that definitely can be challenging when you have you know i'm kind of running now with uh, 50 people um at both at both stores and the food truck so Mm Keeping right. track of them all is uh, can be challenging. <laughs> oh, I can understand that. You know, with the business that I'm in, you know, with the mystery shopping, that's what mm-hmm. we do. We, we make sure we help businesses, you know, keep their staff where they need to be, coaching, mm-hmm. that'll be mentoring. And, you know, it's a, it's a great thing when you find good people and you can coach and mentor people and, and they turn out, turn out to be great employees, you know, and you yeah. get those employees training your new employees, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good thing. So if you had to pick something off of your menu, when I come to visit, what is the best thing that I should order? I always sound like a broken record when I say this, uh, but obviously, (laughs) like pizza is in the name of the restaurant and it is not a name of the restaurant that I would have picked. 
but it's like my parents picked this name and it's very, if anything, it's very descriptive. So if you're going to Pretzel and Pizza Creations, please get a pizza on your first try and a pretzel likely. So because the pizza is made on our soft pretzel dough, it tastes a little different than a regular pizza. It has this thin crust on the bottom and a soft, fluffy crust on the sides. Oh. So when, and it tastes this, the taste of the pizza itself is a little bit sweeter than a regular pizza. I just like love it. I don't know. There's just something about it. I've been eating it since I was five and it does not get old. It's, um, but it's definitely something you either love or hate. And the majority of the people seem to really love it. So, um, I, even if you don't love the pizza, um, there's definitely other things on the menu that you could try and love. Um, if you actually, if you like pretzels, I guess maybe it all hinges on liking pretzels. Um, but my favorite pizza is, um, uh, the marguerite pizza, just because it's a nice, like plain option. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it just, the, the, the tomatoes with the basil and the sauce and the cheese, it just kind of sings. It's just so like, it's just such a classic combination. And right. then for like a weird pizza, I really like, I never thought I would like it. I don't know. The Buffalo chicken pizza is delicious. I don't, I don't know why I never <laughs> even thought to try it. And then I was really hungry on the food truck one day and I had the ingredients to make it. And I was like, uh, this is the most delicious thing. <laughs> it has the nice like Buffalo sauce on the base with the cheese, red onion, chicken with like a ranch drizzle on top. I don't even like ranch. And I just was <laughs> like, this is absolutely this is amazing. like the best. Yeah, I don't know. It was amazing. Um, and then, like, if you have, like, those pizzas with maybe, like, a sweet pretzel, um, we make a lot of different kinds of stuffed pretzels. So the, the ingredients uh, will actually go inside. So if you have, like, a nice chocolate chip pretzel with the chocolate chips are, like, melted inside the pretzel for dessert. Or my kids really like the M&M pretzels with the M&Ms inside. That uh, sounds amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. So, wow. like, I never really thought about it being stuffed in. Well, I guess the cream cheese pretzel that I've I've had before was. Yeah, I, I, I think Disney does a cream cheese pretzel, something like that. So yeah. they're they're kind of knocking my style. But um, right. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. When we we used to have a much larger stuffed pretzel selection, but right now, like we're doing, and uh, that's one of the things that really the COVID also hit was our menu. We'd had to take so many things off, but. Yeah. Um, you know, having just being able to focus on like our most special items uh -huh. is um, just, you know, a direction we had to go and having like the different, you know, like those that delicious pizza, that stuffed pretzel. Um, you know, we also make uh, sandwiches using our uh, pretzel dough. We make calzones using our pretzel dough. And in Frederick County, we've been rated a number one hot dog for the last three years. Um, wow for our stuffed uh, pretzel hot dogs. Uh, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. like a chili dog wrapped in pretzel, uh -huh. or um, we make like an Italian dog with cheese and pepperoni and marinara with the pretzel. Um, it's really, yeah, they're all really spectacular. So I, um, you know, it's tough to choose sometimes. That's why I just tell people, you know, fix up, pick something you like and then come back quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Try more things. Well, I tell you, you got me uh, thinking. I haven't, haven't had lunch and... Uh, <laughs> You're only about an hour and a half, maybe not even an hour and a half away. And I think I'm, I'll be coming out there. This I think you amazing. should. 
and, and you know what like it's not like you're going and no knock to like strip malls or anything like that but just the area that we're in we're in a downtown setting so it's just such a nice area we to walk around in and you can like kind of go have lunch go have dinner go shopping go pick out some jewelry go to like our local bookstore go pick a nice um, battery free toy for your kid at the local toy store like these are things that you know I take for granted, like living in Frederick, like we have a little bit of everything and there's towns that they have just nothing. And it's, uh, and it's just so special, like, you know, to be living in a place like this, where it's like, I can just walk my kids down to the toy store, grab a pretzel. And it's just really like, it's a really like idyllic kind of life. Right. So the question is now, since the pizza name is in the name of your business. Yes. And you said you like the pizza and the pizza's good. Pineapple oh, yeah. on pizza. Oh, I am 100% for. <laughs> I think that if it makes you happy, you should do it. And if you like it, even if it makes the pizza a little soggy, because that's my number one thing, is like, I just, I don't like soggy pizza. Soggy but I pizza. do like pineapple on pizza. I think yeah. that it kind of works maybe a little bit better for our pizza because it's already a little sweet. Uh -huh. So if you like a little sweet with the ham and the pineapple, I mean, you can't go wrong. It's one yeah, of our top sellers. It probably goes with the dough because it's a pretzel dough, right? It yeah. Really, really Yeah. Good. So it's pretty good. Yeah. People seem to really like it. Yeah. Or and a better option, if you really want to go a little bit more insane, is a pepperoni pineapple, with wow. the with the spite with the tanginess of the pepperoni with uh -huh. mixed with the pe pineapple. It's a good balance in my wow. opinion. Yeah, I've never heard of that with pepperoni on that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, working in a pizzeria for twelve years, we've come up with some really interesting combinations. Yeah, and that's funny because I'm middle aged and I have never had pineapple pizza. Never. And a friend of mine ordered it. A friend of mine ordered it, and he said, "Just try it." I'm like, "You're crazy." He's like, mm -mm. "Just try it." So you know, I did. I'm, I'm not a kind of a daring guy. Too much. When it comes <laughs> to food, I guess I really because I'm like I like to be a foodie a little bit too now. And I'm like, "All right, I'll try it," and I'm glad I did. Yeah, I it's nice it. like uh, being able yeah. to change up your your mind every now and then. Just yeah. to get up, you know, like oh yeah, that was actually not so bad. Yeah, that's and how I got my kids eating fish. Yeah, and it's amazing because it, pineapple just works. It it works on mm -hmm. pizza. It, it works, yeah. you know. And I shunned it for years, you know. <laughs> well, you never know. That's the thing. You never know until you try it. And we've got like, especially on the food truck, we're we last year we kind of played it a little safe, but this year we developed a whole new menu. And it's like um, one of the pizzas that we're doing is like a Mexican street corn pizza. Oh, wow. So it's just a little bit like a little bit different um, kind of flavor, you know, with the with the spicy corn situation. So I hope it does well. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, your menu you have on your website, is that what you currently have or has it been updated? Um, the new one's not out yet. Gotcha. We've just we've been workshopping some of our pizzas. I think we are making a like a salami pizza um, with some other things on it, and then uh, we're doing that um, Mexican street corn pizza, and then we're going to be offering like a cannoli dip and things like that oh, as well. I'm coming out. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, all of our dates for the food truck um, are live on our website. Um, so you can kind of scroll through them or like anybody can scroll through them um, to see where we're going to be, what times 
they're going to be, um, and like, usually we're going to like a lot of neighborhoods, a lot of local neighborhoods. So, um, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty nice. Like uh, if people want to book us, if they want to, they can just go on the website and immediately see like, Oh, are we booked on that date? Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so you have so, a calendar up here for the food truck and it's actually live. So when you have mm-hmm. events, that's definitely good. It'll be on there. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's not loading for me right now. That's kind of oh, weird. Oh, it's not? That's weird. Probably where I'm at in the area. I'm in a little weird area up here in Hartford County. And you know how that goes when you're on farmland. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm in I Hartford County. I remember there, when but... Frederick County was full of farms, and now it's full of apartment buildings. Yeah, it's apartment buildings, right. Jeez, it's crazy. I know. It is crazy. So how do people reach you? How do people what? How do people reach you? How do we contact you? Sure. So we're on um, all... We're mostly active on Facebook and Instagram, and it should be um, at Pretzel and Pizza on Instagram. And you can just search our name, Pretzel and Pizza Creations, um, on Facebook. Um, Our website is actually super easy. It's just pretzel.pizza. You can just type that into your search bar and find us there. So you want to place an order we have online ordering available our food truck um, everything is run through the website there uh, lots of different ways to come reach us and um, enjoy our tasty delicious food yes and let's see you were at 210 north market street in frederick yes. yeah That's 210 north market street, street in frederick 20 west washington street in hagerstown you just right. uh it's just downtown hagerstown downtown frederick and the food truck obviously just goes around to wherever it needs to go roman 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 and, and get those yeah <laughs> yeah that's great that's great katie i really appreciate you coming on and taking the time with me it's been a pleasure talking to you i will definitely be out to um taste your creations the menu looks amazing Thank you so um, much. I'm really into this. I, I love pizza. I love pretzels. And you know, I've been scope, scoping out the uh, crab pretzel because I really love crab pretzels. So we'll have to try all three of those. Oh, yeah. Come any any yeah. weekend. That's when we do the crab. Oh, and okay. um, probably the most exciting thing that we have going on is that I think tickets just launched for a uh, pizza pairing event that we're doing at a local brewery here, Monocacy Brewing, um, on March 19th. That's okay. uh, That's the closest fun event that we're doing with the food truck so if anybody that's listening is interested and wants to do um a pizza pairing event they can probably just go over to uh, monocacy brewing and um, purchase tickets for that yes i'm gonna i'll make a note of that myself i definitely want to um uh, sponsor that for you and um get some word out of word of mouth out for you for you on that as well Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll be debuting the the new menu by then. So oh, it'll great, be really, great. it's really right. exciting. Awesome. Really, really cool. So would you like to offer a discount to anyone listening to this? Ah, uh, sure. Uh, 10, 10%. Oh, just, great. Uh, just uh, say you listen to this podcast and uh, we will, I'll let uh, the staff know. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Of course. Katie, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Can't wait to meet you. I'll be out uh, very, very soon. You're Thank not that you. far away. And I'm coming out to meet you and try your wonderful food. Yes, you can <laughs> find me. I usually work on the food truck. So you can find me okay. anytime on the food truck. And I would love to meet you, Charles. Awesome. Looking forward to meeting you. Enjoy the rest of your day, Katie. Thank you. Talk Thank to you later. Sir. Take Bye. care. Bye.
You've been listening to the QAC Team Podcast with your host, Charles Luttrell. Today, we took you beyond the restaurant table and into the kitchen with leaders and business owners in your community. For more information, visit us at qacteam.com or Facebook and Instagram at qac.team. Thanks for listening.